What's up, what's up? It's your favorite sex and relationship coach, aka the pussy fairy, Azaria Menezes. So obviously you've landed on the juiciest podcast if you're listening to Getting Intimate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have a pussy or you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you're looking to increase that pleasure and orgasm factor in the bedroom with yourself, with your body or in your relationship, or maybe you just want your pussy wet and your relationships to be the cherry on top of your Sunday sex ice cream, listen to this podcast. I'll be sharing all of my knowledge, all of my ideas, my experiences, and thoughts on this podcast with you so that you can invite new perspectives and way more essential excitement into your life. As always, try anything I say on for size and see what you like and leave the rest. Let's get intimate. Hey fam, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited you're here because today's podcast is going to be epic, epic, epic. We're going to be tackling things, all things prostate play, exploration, massage, orgasms. The prostate is exciting, it's so orgasmic, and it can be such an incredible place of pleasure. So let's get into it. What is so great about the prostate? Well, so many things. Aside that there are some actual benefits to stimulating and massaging and or milking the prostate, there are also added pleasure benefits. Like anybody who isn't accessing and pleasuring their prostate could potentially be missing out on the most epic orgasms ever because prostate orgasms can be incredibly pleasurable. They can be so exquisite and sometimes they can even be more intense than an ejaculation orgasm from a penis. So really being able to explore the prostate and everything that it has to offer in all its colors and flavors could be a new way of unlocking delicious pleasure and really expanding that orgasmic capacity to feel pleasure through the prostate. So what's stopping everyone from exploring their prostate? Well, there's a lot of fucking stigmas and there is so many stories and narratives and shitty things that society has bestowed onto cis heterosexual men on what it means to engage in prostate play, on what it means to have fun doing butt stuff, what it means to explore anal or pegging. There's just so much stigmatization that is placed on the anal area of a heterosexual cis man that it can make it really hard for them to actually connect to this part of themselves and connect to the desires around exploring the prostate and really connect to this exploration and opening to this exploration. Being penetrated is a whole other thing as well. Being penetrated requires a lot of surrender and a lot of trust as well. So there are a few layers to this that sometimes can be in the way of exploring the prostate. I always think education is key and knowledge is power. So knowing about your prostate and knowing what stigmas are out there, right? And knowing the power and the potency that this incredible sacred spot has to offer. And also knowing that a prostate is literally just part of your body. It was there designed for a reason to give you pleasure and enjoyment. That's not the only thing it does, but it's It definitely has a lot of nerve endings, so it is there to enjoy. So really normalizing the fact that actually 
Prostate play can be for anyone who wants to engage in prostate play. It doesn't matter if you're heterosexual. It doesn't matter if you're gay. Like whoever has a prostate, you can play with it if that feels good to you. And we should really start normalizing the stories and the narratives and the conversations to be had about exploring prostate play, especially for heterosexual cis men. This is incredibly important because yeah, it can it can open up a whole new layer of pleasure, a whole new layer of exploration, and a whole new way to orgasm and enjoy your anus. Okay, so let's start with the basics. The prostate is dubbed as the cis male G-spot, or you can call it a sacred spot, just like in Tantra, or you can call it the peace spot. It has so many names, but basically the prostate is a gland and it is about the size of a walnut and it's connected to the urethra. So basically it is located just under the bladder in between the rectum and the base of the penis. So you can actually feel the prostate not only internally, but externally. You have to do a little bit of, you know, you really gotta dig in a little bit to feel it, but you can stimulate the prostate from the inside and on the outside. And so the prostate is extremely sensitive, right? When you stimulate it, it can really activate pleasurable sensations. People can get really orgasmic from prostate massage and stimulation. So there are lots and lots of nerve endings around that area and it can feel really, really good to have that stimulated. If we really want to get technical about the prostate, of course it is part of the male reproductive system. So it actually helps in producing and releasing part of the ejaculatory fluid. So when a penis owner is super turned on, the prostate, just like a lot of other parts in all of our genitals, swell up when around and particularly the prostate swells up with fluid and this fluid eventually gets released when a penis owner ejaculates. So fun fact, because I thought it was really cool when I found out about this fact, but essentially prostate fluid is kind of there to make the sperm live longer and also make it move a little bit smoother and quicker. And it actually makes up a huge chunk of ejaculate. So I think it was 30%. And it's also the reason why there's a bitter taste in ejaculation. So if you taste anything bitter, that is just because of the prostate fluid. Cool, right? So when the prostate gland actually gets massaged, stimulated, right? Some people call it milking, especially if you milk the gland in a way that produces that fluid. It actually really supports in flushing that fluid from the gland and it brings all the blood to your pelvis. It gets all the blood to the right places. It can feel super delicious. And it's also really useful for erectile dysfunction. So actually they used to use prostate massage therapy to treat erectile dysfunction and some men still use it today. Obviously there's medications for it as well. There's things that you can get like um, pumps or implants or things like that. But yeah, that was definitely one of the things that prostate massage used to be really, really helpful for. Another thing is that it's of course another erogenous zone. So knowing that 
is another way of connecting to your sexuality if you are a penis owner and really connecting to that part of your anus. So sometimes it can be really empowering to actually experience pleasure in your anus, especially if you've been disconnected from it, right? You really want to reclaim those sexual sensations that may have been undiscovered or lost, right? Like we spend all day sitting on our butts. And if you have a prostate, this might be really incredible for you to explore in the bedroom. You can either explore it solo or with your partner. Also, engaging in prostate play is just like another activity that you can do together and explore together in the bedroom when you're having sex and you can increase the time that you're having sex. So I love knowing lots of different things that we can do together to really increase that foreplay factor, to increase that time in the bedroom connecting, being intimate and exploring new sensations, new feelings and new things in the bedroom. So this is just another great way to work with your prostate to increase and last longer in the bedroom. Okay, so you might be like, how the fuck do I find the prostate? If I don't have a prostate and I am playing with my partner and we are starting prostate play and starting to adventure into stimulating the prostate, how do I fucking find it? How do I know I've got it? What are the signs? I'm going to give you all the deets. So as I said before, you can actually access the prostate in two ways. You can access it internally or you can access it externally. So if you're choosing to try the external way first, which can be a great way to break the ice, to start playing around in prostate stimulation, you can actually take your knuckle or the pads of your thumb and you can locate the perineum, which is actually in between the testicles and the anus, like that stretch of skin between the testicles and the anus. And what you want to do is either take a firm touch so you can use your knuckle or you can use the pads of your thumb um, depending on if your partner likes firm or lighter touch but it is a little bit easier to feel the prostate if you use a little bit of a firmer touch again how much stimulation and how much pressure to use is really going to be unique to the receiver so just making sure that your communication is top class so you can actually find the right spot together so you're really going to be focusing on massaging the perineum as i said that area is going to be it and a lot of people are like well how the fuck am i going to know if i'm actually massaging the prostate and a cool little trick is sometimes some prostate and penis owners are going to feel the need to pee because if you're a prostate owner, there's this cool thing that usually, most of the time, your prostate is hanging out, chilling, and this allows your urine or your pee to actually flow from the bladder to your urethra where it needs to go, right? And if you are a penis owner and you have a prostate and you actually ejaculate, it clenches tightly and it shuts those tubes and it allows semen to leave the body. So when the prostate is being stimulated, um, the prostate actually sometimes can release a small amount or a bigger amount of prostate fluid. 
and that fluid builds up in the prostate and sometimes it enters the penis and the urethra. So it could obviously be mistaken for pee, but actually it's not pee. It's probably just the fluid that is coming from your prostate. So that is one way that you're definitely going to know that you are hitting the right spots, but really just the communication is going to be key here. Of course, prostate stimulation may feel better from internal stimulation, right? And the orgasmic factor is definitely most likely to happen from internal stimulation. So external prostate stimulation is definitely a really good way to explore the sensations that are associated with prostate stimulation. And if you really want to increase that pleasure factor and actually explore prostate pleasure and orgasm and exquisite enjoyment, you might want to try the internal route. If you are wanting to explore prostate massage, another great tip if you're doing external prostate massage is actually to work with an erection. So if the receiver is erect, you can really move the pads of your thumb down to see the very base of the penis, kind of where it joins to the scrotum. And you'll actually feel the inner portion of the penis. But there is a little spot that feels a little different than the portion of the penis. So that is where the prostate gland is. So really just pad around with your thumb and see if you can actually feel a difference in tissues and really just work your angles and just pay attention and really communicate. And that is how you're going to explore and find the prostate externally. So now that we've talked about external prostate exploration, let's talk about internal because that's where the juice really is, no pun intended. And that's where the pleasure is and that's where the orgasmic potential really is going to be turned up. So if we're looking at the prostate from an internal point of view, it's located just a couple of inches inside the anus. So it's actually going to be towards the belly and you're going to find it near the root or where the penis actually internally begins. So just a couple of inches inside the anus and you'll be able to feel something that kind of feels like a walnut. So it definitely feels different than the other tissue, the surrounding tissue in the anus. If you have ever felt a g-spot before if you felt your own g-spot if you are a pussy owner or if you kind of know what that bulging is like it just feels a little different from all the surrounding tissue in that area it's always great to actually explore around the area so that you can get familiar with the differences in tissue and really get to know where the prostate is located in the receiver Okay, so now that we've talked about the where and the what and external, internal, I want to talk about the stigmas that actually surround prostate play and why so many cis straight men are hesitant to explore this incredible, amazing, sacred spot. I think a lot of the times in Western cultures, there is so much stigmatization around the prostate. In Tantra and in Taoist traditions, they have already recognized the prostate for thousands and thousands of years. And these teachings really knew how to harness the power of prostate massage to increase energy in the body, right? Increase libido and really just activating that sexual connection and sexual health that 
prostate massage techniques can bring to a prostate owner. So there was so much wisdom and knowledge around the sacred spot and around massaging the sacred spot. And in Western culture, there is a lot of stigmatization around anal play, prostate play, pegging, especially because of heterosexual culture, right? There's a lot of homophobia and really crazy and outdated beliefs and narratives and stories around what that actually means, what it means to be heterosexual, what the do's and don'ts are, shaming around enjoying anal pleasure, shaming around enjoying anal pleasure in a heterosexual relationship. There is also a really big narrative around the toxic masculinity and what it means to be a man in a heterosexual relationship. But really, it also takes a lot of surrender, right? A lot of surrender to relax and open up to the feeling of being penetrated. I think there's so much value in exploring prostate play and anal play and exploring what it actually means as a cis heterosexual male to be penetrated. They're usually the ones doing the penetrating, but what does it actually feel like to be penetrated? And I think that can bring a huge awareness in how they penetrate us because there's so much value in knowing what that feels like from a pleasure space, from a awareness space. So there's so much to be learned about prostate play and going back to the stigmas, right? There's like a certain stigma and cultural taboo that is just floating around the world that really stops straight men from exploring anal penetration, right? A lot of the times they are maybe going to fear that they're going to be viewed as homosexual or even just emasculated, right? And I think this is really damaging to the straight cis male's perception of anal pleasure because it just brings up so much shame on asking their partners to explore this, right? Or just having this huge fear of being viewed as bisexual or gay or rejection from their partners because of this false narrative that it's wrong to be viewed as that. And that's another thing. Like, it shouldn't be viewed as wrong to be viewed as gay or bisexual. Like, there's literally nothing wrong with it. Being gay is an identity, and it actually has nothing to do with your prostate. It has nothing to do with anal pleasure. It has nothing to do with your anus. Your anus doesn't actually have a sexual orientation and it has nothing to do with like those two things are completely separate so really changing the narrative and really inviting more conversations around anal exploration right and around prostate stimulation and around anal play in a heterosexual cis male conversation can be really 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 healthy and so i think the key here again is education and empowerment and slowly bringing these conversations into relationships slowly bringing these conversations out into the public because it is so important and literally the prostate can give earth-shaking mind-blowing orgasms sometimes even more intense than orgasms from ejaculation like they can be really intense and this is just like 
man, you guys are missing out on the most crazy orgasmic potential. And it's just hidden in your anus waiting to be explored (laughs) and waiting to be called. But because society has just shed so many crazy narratives and so many crazy stories that are actually really, really damaging it's just been so taboo, right? This topic is just like not talked about. And it really starts with us, right? It starts with each and every one of us and looking at what are the stigmas or thoughts or ideas do I actually have around exploring anal? Even just in my own body, whether you're a pussy owner, whether you are a Uh, penis owner, right? What are the taboos that I have around exploring anal, even in my body? Like sometimes people just have this idea that, oh, like it's dirty, it's gross, right? And that, that alone can have a huge effect on how we view anal sex, on how we view our bodies. Because when we relate a certain way to our bodies, it can, it can change a lot in sex. And when we're able to shift that, it can also change a lot in sex and be extremely empowering to just recognize things and stories and thoughts and ideas that we have around different body parts. So normalizing the idea that, yes, if you have a fucking prostate, anal play is for you. I don't care if you are gay. I don't care if you're bisexual. I don't care if you're pansexual. I don't care if you are heterosexual. If you have a prostate and you want to explore the pleasure that your prostate has to offer you, prostate play is for you. Like, It is there for your enjoyment and your exquisite orgasmic potential to be explored. Explore it. I am literally for exploring all types of orgasms. If somebody told me, okay, you can get an orgasm from tickling the back of your knee 57 times, I'd be like, you know what? I'm fucking trying it because (laughs) I want to unlock the whole orgasmic potential in my whole body. And there are so many different types of orgasms that you can unlock. Why leave something unexplored when it can be so delicious and so pleasurable? Plus, it's another thing that you can do in the bedroom, another tool that you can use, and way more fun that you can have together. So let's work on normalizing conversations around anal play, prostate play, pegging, and what it means to explore anal play and look at some of the things that are actually holding us back from exploring new areas of our body that we may have not explored yet. Like really looking at what are these ideas and beliefs and stories that I actually have taken on from society, right? Like what is the messaging that I've learned about exploring a prostate if you are a prostate owner? And what are some ideas that I have around pegging or anal play if you're a pussy owner and your partner is asking you to explore their prostate with them. I always say if more cis hetero men explore their anus, oh my god, like they would, it's like unlocking a whole new fucking level. Like they would just unlock a whole new level of experiencing the most incredible orgasms. Also just healing this incredible aspect of masculinity and what it means to be masculine and healing all of the toxic ideas and narrative that contribute and are actually in the way of connecting to your innate nature, connecting to your idea of what it really means to be masculine. Okay, so you might be wondering, this is cool, like maybe you're a pussy owner listening to this and you're like, okay, how do I approach this conversation with my human who has a prostate? Well, 
I'm gonna tell you the big secret, but I'm bum. Communication. I know how anticlimactic, but communication is freaking lube. Like you need to communicate in order to explore something together, in order to explore boundaries, in order to explore desires, likes, dislikes, yeses, nos, maybes, right? And to have something that you can keep coming back to to check in to see, like, hey, where am I holding? a story around this or where am I holding judgment or where am I holding fear or where am I actually in a full embodied no, right? So having a conversation and really talking about these things is really going to invite a little bit more of an idea of how you want to explore prostate play, if that's even an option on the table, right? Really honoring your partners where they are if they do have a prostate honoring their journey and honoring their no's, honoring their yeses, honoring their maybes, and just allowing them to lead. Of course, there are a thousand benefits on prostate play, but at the end of the day, it's really their choice whether they want to explore it or not. But this is an incredible opportunity to both look at what are, what are some ideas and stories and narratives you have on prostate play. Maybe they are a full no, but they have ideas around prostate play that they might be thinking like, oh, like I don't want anybody to find out and think I am bisexual or I really don't want to feel emasculated or the anus is dirty or right. Like there could be so many things that could be above the desire to explore prostate play. And this is a really great opportunity to talk about it, to open a conversation about it, and to get educated about it. Because sometimes there just needs to be like a permission, right? Permission to say yes to this part of yourself that may be desiring to explore prostate play if you are the receiver. And if you are the person giving or wanting to give prostate massage, it's so, so important to create a container of safety, to create a container of no judgment, right? Because there can be a lot of fear around exploring this. And especially if it's attached to an identity and especially if it has a lot of stigmatization to it, it shame this is like the perfect playground for shame to grow and thrive and get bigger and when shame plays out in a part like that it can cause shutdown and rejection so you really want to create just an open conversation around exploring prostate play and what that could possibly mean and looking at education together and really just having a casual safe no judgment conversation around prostate exploration and also remembering to like keep yourself in check right keep yourself in check on your stories and narratives that you have around it so that you can truly create that space that is safe that doesn't hold any judgment so that you can really create a space where your partner can explore their ideas around prostate play Okay, so you're like, what are the logistics in real life? Like, in real life, prostate massage. I do have a really great episode on anal exploration. So a lot of the same principles apply to that. So go check that episode out because I have like all the nitty gritty details on what to do, what to prepare, like what to bring. But I'm going to give a quick recap here for those of you specifically listening to the prostate episode. Lube, I'm going to tell you, lube is going to be your BFF. Lots and lots and lots of lube. The prostate and the anus, 
They do not produce their own fluid just like a pussy would. So we're going to need that extra lubrication and you really want to make sure you have plenty of it available. Okay, so I, I highly recommend you to go to the anal episode. Honestly, if you've never tried prostate massage before and you haven't listened to the to the anal episode, I literally go over everything that you're going to need and I'm not going to say everything in this podcast because otherwise we're going to sit here until midnight and it's repetitive. So if you really want to get the deets, go to the anal episode and check it out. I think it's called So You're Ready to Try Anal or So You Want to Try Anal. So as mentioned before, you're going to want to have lots and lots and lots of lube. Make sure your fingernails are cut. You're not going in with long nails. Make sure that you have towels around you, which is going to be really important. And you want to make sure there's lots of foreplay. So before you slip a finger in, you really want to make sure that you pay attention to the other external erogenous zones in the body. Start with a nice massage. You can start around the anus and really rub your thumb gently around the anus in a circular motion. And then really communicating with your partner is going to be the key here. So you are doing everything upon their communication. When they are ready, when they say yes, you can slip a finger inside and feel for the prostate. Remember that the prostate is on the top wall of the anus towards the belly and you really want to feel for something that feels like a little walnut. And when you have that place, you can move into a come hither motion or you can move in a circular motion, really making sure that you find your rhythm and groove. And honestly, when it comes to pressure, when it comes to speed, communicate with your partner, really communicate with them and ask them how it feels, right? Communication is going to be key. Like we are not mind readers. We are not in their bodies. So really making sure that you're asking like, do you like the pressure? Do you like the speed? Do you want me to go a little slower? Do you like this move? So checking in with them and what you can do is really just go into a circular motion. You can switch sides and try the other side in a circular motion. You can go a little bit past it and tease the prostate and then draw your fingers back down, really gently massaging over the prostate and really see what feels good. You can use one finger or you can use two fingers. A really great thing to include in anal exploration are toys as well. Depending on how comfortable the receiver is with the size of the toy and the thickness of the toy and the shape. So this really depends on where you are in your anal exploration. But of course, again, it can also take some time for the receiver to actually become comfortable with prostate play. If this is a new sensation, if they're exploring and figuring this out for the first time, it could be a sensation that they need to get used to. So really with so much gentleness and with so much communication, just working together as a team to explore this in a way that feels good for them really checking in with them where things are feeling extra good and discussing beforehand what the boundaries of the prostate stimulation, prostate massage are, right? Like you want to create a container where you discuss boundaries. And of course, boundaries can change anytime. So just remembering that and knowing that if you're exploring this for the first time, that it can take a little practice. It can take a little practice. And this is something that you can co-create together. You're both learning about a new part of the body and you're both learning 
learning how to experience pleasure and give pleasure to this new part of the body. So just knowing that it could take a couple of tries, right? Knowing that in the beginning, it might not feel incredibly orgasmic if you're just exploring it a little bit and maybe next time it might feel a little better. Also, a really great way to introduce prostate play is when you are also stimulating the penis. Stimulating the penis and experiencing prostate massage can be extremely pleasurable and lead to incredible orgasms. That can be pretty intense. So that's another way of really adding a whole other level to your prostate play. And it could also allow for a little bit more relaxation. If your penis is being stimulated and that is something that you're totally used to, you love, it can be a little bit easier to relax and have your anus a little bit more relaxed as well because you're experiencing pleasurable sensations and you may be more open to experience something new in your anus. So again, if you want anal tips, like specific tips on what to do, what you need, all the prep, go to the anal episode. You're going to get so much out of it. In terms of toys that you can use, vibration can feel really good. There are so many incredible prostate toys out there. Oh my gosh, so fun. The possibilities are endless. There are really great glass toys for prostate stimulation. Of course, you can use your fingers. There are toys that are pulsing. There are toys that have like a rhythmic mode. Of course, you can use a strap-on, which is also really fun and great. There are anal beads, which can feel really delicious as well. So the options are literally endless. Make sure that if you're engaging in prostate play, you want to choose something that has a flared base just so that it doesn't get lost in your body. Sometimes that happens. We don't want to be one of those emergency stories that end up in the hospital (laughs) on a Saturday night and have a crazy story to come with on Sunday. I don't know. Maybe that's your thing, but just putting it out there for people who don't know, flared base is a really great way to start. So yes, the world of prostate play and exploration can be so delicious. And my wish, honestly, my wish for cis heterosexual men in terms of their prostate is that they get to explore this amazing, sacred, magical, earth-shaking orgasm that is possible from prostate play because really it's a fucking game changer and we're not wasting orgasms here on earth and I would love for each and every one of you to experience what it feels like to have a prostate orgasm and to really enjoy this luscious pleasure that the prostate has to offer. Because again, it's just a part of your body and your body is yours and it has nothing to do with sexuality. It has nothing to do with society's shitty fucking narratives that aren't serving anyone. And that connecting with their prostate really has the ability to heal toxic masculinity ideas and heal shitty narratives around the prostate and also heal the connection to this amazing magical piece in the anus and create such a beautiful opportunity for deeper self-love and acceptance 
and deeper connection with their own bodies, deeper connection to their true nature and who they really feel they are in terms of desires, in terms of owning their pleasure in the bedroom, in terms of what it means to enjoy all parts of the body and all parts of pleasure. So that is my that is my wish for tonight. And yeah, I hope you got a lot of information out of this podcast. Maybe you're listening to it with your partner. Maybe you have a prostate and you're listening to it. Maybe you're a pussy owner. Either way, I hope there's lots of prostate fun after this. And remember, communication is key when it comes to anything sexual, like Actually, communication is key all the time. So really have a conversation about it and really explore what it means to invite this new aspect of play into the bedroom and what you can do about it. And that's a wrap on another episode of Getting Intimate. I hope you got exactly what you needed today in this podcast and that you can find more ways to bring more juicy connection to yourself, your relationships, your body, and your sexuality. I hope you're feeling inspired and I want you to remember, take what feels really yummy and ditch the rest. Everything I'm offering on this podcast is in service of your greatest pleasure and thriving. And as the pussy fairy, it's my duty to bring you more exquisite pleasure. If you want to get in touch, come find me on my website at www.azariamenezes.com and I have tons of ways you can work with me. You can say hi or you can even ask a question. I would be so happy to hear from you. You can also subscribe to my email for a juicy gift and come find me on Instagram at azaria.menezes. Either way, I'm sending you all the juicy vibes for your week ahead.